Good afternoon, Packers fans. Aaron Nagler here with your Packers Daily Chat, coming to you live on the Cheesehead TV social channels. It is Monday, and word has reached our ears that Steve Calhoun, personal quarterback coach for one Jordan Love, has given an interview where he says uh, Christian Watson, Romeo Dobbs, Aaron Jones, and maybe a few others will be joining the new QB1 out there in California. For some off-season workouts, off-season throwing sessions, getting timing down, getting the chemistry working. What is happening? It's a new era, ladies and gentlemen. My goodness. Off-season workouts in this economy? Exciting stuff. Gotta love it. Of course, the saga of the Aaron Rodgers trade that has not happened yet, but hopefully will soon, drags on into another week. Lots of talk about leverage still going on in my Twitter mentions. And man, I am way past leverage gate at this point. Uh, get the deal done, ladies and gentlemen. And who knows, maybe it doesn't even get done until the draft, which is April 27th. Really? <sighs> maybe, maybe we wait that long. That's the first real pressure point. I don't think the Packers absolutely have to do it there. I know the thought process is they want to get it done so they get a pick or picks in the 2023 draft but hey there are pros and cons to both of these things happening or not happening yes you want picks this year but if you don't get picks this year then you can wait until after june 1st to execute this trade and get the cap relief that that designation provides so yeah i'm sure the jets would like to get something done prior to june 1st so that will be part of the negotiation i have no doubt but most importantly, Jordan Love and company getting together in California. Come on. That's what I'm talking about. Let's do a little off-season work, gentlemen. Get on the same page. Get that chemistry flowing. Speaking of flowing, there's all sorts of comments and stuff flowing here on the Packers Daily Comment section. YouTube, Twitch, Facebook. What's up, people? How we all doing? Anders, what's going on? Today's track is Wick Me When September Ends. Why? Because then, you know, we've still got October, November, and December, and hopefully January. But I feel you, man. Just go sleep until the season starts. Now there. Now that's an option I can get behind. Jonathan, thank you for the super chat in Christopher Walken voice. LeFour's art is offense. He's about to paint his masterpiece. I like it. I'm down with that. That was my best Christopher Walken. Forgive me. Uh Jay says he's watching from Culver's, where today's flavor of the day is chocolate Oreo Volcano. Do you think a slot receiver or another bigger X-type guy is more important? Well, it's interesting because, you know, we talk about slot guys in the Packers offense, but, you know, I would love a shiftier slot type receiver to kind of do some of the orbit stuff, right? The jet sweeps and the motions and things like that. But, you know, the Packers personnel group, they really seem to shy away from that type. So I think either one at this point, you need bodies. That's the other thing, you know, with Alan Lazard out the door and with the jets and Randall Cobb, not re-signed uh, clearly, you know, there's only, there are only what four or five receivers in the building and only three of them actually played last year. So they got to have bodies and I don't really care about the types. Um, I do think the Packers personnel side will probably stick to their type, you know, over six foot, 6'1", you know, bigger guys, 220-plus, et cetera. Um, now, will they go the draft route? Will they sign a vet? I think probably both are in play. But again, as we've talked about a lot here, 
don't forget, it's about the five eligibles. It's about finding people who can catch the ball in space and getting those guys involved any which way you can. It doesn't necessarily have to be wide receivers. That's why I do think in a tight end rich class, I do think there's a very good chance they draft at least one tight end, if not two, um, to augment Josiah DeGuara, Tyler Davis, etc. But yeah, it's about adding pass catchers more than anything else. And that might be a running back. Who knows? Maybe day three back comes in. You've got AJ Dillon entering the final year of his contract. You know, you did just re up with Aaron Jones, and he's probably around for two more years, but you always got to be looking to the future. Maybe they add somebody there, somebody who is adept at catching the ball in the backfield. Um, all sorts of stuff is in play when it comes to uh, who they get to catch those passes from Jordan Love. What else we got, folks? We got John Simatovich. What's up, man? Off-season workouts, maybe we won't suck week one. All right, all right. I don't think there's a direct correlation there, but I hear you. It'd be nice to get these guys on the same page. Uh, uh, said Tyler, he didn't get caught doing anything. He was he was filmed, as were many other people in New York City, uh, walking down the street. People look at each other all the time. Uh, I saw what you saw, and it wasn't a TikTok. I believe it was a uh, Instagram reel. Regardless, Mark Murphy, yes, was in New York many weeks ago, and uh, probably for the owners' meetings. Uh, a while ago. Not that surprising. Smalls, thanks for the super chat. McAfee had a weekend. Still don't understand the Goot rant, but I listen to bloggers, so what do I know? Wow, Smalls, you got a lot in there. Yeah, man. The, the McAfee thing is weird. Like, I like Pat's show, and I like Pat a lot. And the thing that caught me off guard, like, really caught me off guard, was how mean he was about Gutekunst, because that's not his brand. Like, he is a good dude who has a good time and is usually so positive and up about most things. Not everything, but most things, you know? I mean, he was more pointed and barbed about Gutekunst than he is about Brett Favre, who's actually suing him. Like, he laughed off the Favre thing and has made fun of it. And yes, he's getting a lawyer and is dealing with it and et cetera. But his tone around the Favre thing was way more jovial than calling Brian Gutekunst an idiot. Like, that just kind of blew my mind. And it also suggests that he and Aaron have had the conversation off camera about Aaron's true thoughts about Brian Gutekunst. I mean, that's the clear line there, right? And don't ever forget, even though Aaron batted it down in his State of the Union press conference when he returned in the summer of 2020, he did want Gutekunst fired. And he did text his teammates that he was Jerry Krause of the Packers. Like, that exists. So... I do not doubt for a moment, while there was a thaw these last few years between Brian and Aaron, I have little doubt that Aaron has you know, poured that poison into Pat's ear when it comes to Brian. I, I Zero question. And I still like Pat. That's the thing. It's like, I don't think he's being uh, crazy or unreasonable or anything like that. I think he's going off the information he has. I think his information is from <laughs> clearly one side of the equation, but... Yeah, it just—it was striking to me how mean he was and how negative he was when he's not. That's not—you're not that guy, pal. Take it from a Packers blogger. I know mean. I know negative. You're not that guy, Pat. You know. That's just to me. That was the most striking thing. Uh, Curly, what's up, man? 
Cheesehead TV draft guide mock at the mercy of this trade. I mean, <laughs> has to be, right? What do we got? How many picks we got to play with? Do we have the 13th overall? Tough stuff, man. Tough stuff. Justin, thanks for the super chat. All the sarcastic, oh my God, what a concept responses to love planning to meet with receivers from Packers Twitter today is the epitome of entitled town. Eh, not so sure I agree with your police work there, Justin. I mean, it is predictable. The sarcastic, oh my God, what a concept. I understand maybe some of the pent up frustration. Uh, that doesn't feel like entitled town. You know? I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm off out to lunch on this one, but I get it. I understand it. I feel it. Ryan, what's up, man? I believe the deal won't get done until right before camp. Right before camp? Wow. Uh, I think it'll get done before the draft, but that's just me. But hey, we should put a, some bets on it. We should maybe have a page up at Cheesehead TV. We'll get to work on that tonight. Um, oh, don't want to miss any super chats. That would be bad. People get so upset. Sir Alex, thank you for the super chat. Recently joined on Patreon. Well, thank you so much for the support. I really appreciate it, man. I'm new to the platform. How do we partake in happy hours when they take place? Thanks and go pack go. I literally just posted about this week's happy hour this morning. You'll see if you go on the page, um, just scroll down a little bit and all the uh, all the posts will come up for not only the public, but if you are a Patreon member, there will be information about each happy hour. You can also go to the search function and just put in happy hour. And it'll take you to one of our posts with the Zoom, the current Zoom information so that you can join in. Um, and I know there are email alerts that you can get. Uh, a lot of our members do that so that they get emails in their inbox regarding each happy hour. Um, there's lots of different ways to do it. But essentially, just go to the Patreon page. As a member, you'll, be, you'll have access to all the posts that have the information for happy hour each and every week. And again, Sir Alex, thank you so much for the support. I really appreciate it, man. Tyler Basaccia getting all of his guys back. You love to see it. Yes, Corey Ballantine back in the mix. Uh, and along with Rudy Ford, the Packers announced that a little bit before I went live. Um, yeah, no doubt. It sure seems like Basaccia is ensuring that not only with the addition, you know, the 49er safety, but getting his core guys back on special teams there. They're going to be a hopefully an improved group from a team that had a solid turnaround last season i don't think they arrived or anything like that they were still rough around the edges at times but they're building something on special teams and it's nice to see it and look the packers can't be really swinging for the fences in major areas of free agency so why not build up that end of your team i love it i think it's a really smart play by brian and company and yes basaccia is probably spearheading that movement little doubt especially now as assistant head coach if you please Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Uh, what's up? What is up, Cheesehead TV and Karen G peeps? I've missed you guys. What's up, Scott? How you doing, man? Thanks for joining us. Mike Malone, thank you for the super chat. Any players you think could play better because of a QB change? I think Myers DeGuara. I don't Deguara played well down the stretch last year. From like the Buffalo game on, his tape is good. Um, now maybe he gets more targets, maybe he gets more production because the utilization of the position is a little different, but I thought he was playing well. As for Myers, man, one can only hope. I don't know really how much having a different quarterback behind him is gonna change, you know, getting beat on some of these uh on some of these running plays, but uh yeah, he, he needs to play better. Of that, there is no doubt. Unless we get nags, you're getting vitriol from jet vlogs. Oh, Mitch, who cares? Like anybody cares. None of this means anything. And if they want to toss vitriol my way, awesome. I'm pretty sure I know what it's about. The tweet where I said that if you're traded for less than the first round pick, you can't be any team's all time franchise best player or something like that. It's just science. I think the it's just science would indicate to any sentient human being that i'm joking but you know don't put it past jets fans and their vloggers to uh miss the joke not a surprise but man who cares so yeah that's i'll i'm the bad guy cool i'm the bad guy awesome i just don't care vex thanks for the super chat good thing we have kyle brandt to tell us we've been spoiled by our qb play i had no idea look i love kyle i love his work at nfl network i think he's a lot of fun uh, I really like his gig at Omaha Productions, the Kyle Brandt's basement. But yeah, man, we don't need some Bears fan to talk to us about how great we've had it at quarterback. Thanks, buddy. We're aware. We've watched him own you for a decade plus. L again, love Kyle. Great stuff, but yawn. I'm, Lord. And I saw Jason Wildey retweeted it and was earnestly talking about how, well, you know, may, this is so much better put than I could. And you got to be careful what you wish for. And as I said to Jason on Twitter, I don't think there's anything wrong with Packers fans being excited about Jordan Love and getting behind him. It's a little different in tone than what Aaron Rodgers went through. 
getting booed at family night, having people come out to practices at training camp and talk about how he would never be anything. That happened, people. So to my eyes, it feels like the fan base has learned something and is actually progressing. That's a good thing. And look, could Jordan flame out spectacularly? Of course he could. But I'd much rather the young man start at a place where the fan base is behind him rather than booing him. That's just me. That's just something I'm into. Joe, what's up, man? Thanks for the super chat. Having a starting quarterback team leader who doesn't need time to decide if he wants to play another year will be good for team morale, in my opinion. Yeah, I think it's a little thing, but yeah, I think not having the uncertainty hanging over the uh, roster or the franchise each and every offseason for a while anyway definitely will be a good thing. But ultimately, don't forget, especially once the season ends, even after they kind of come back and regroup and start working out as individuals, they're not really paying attention to it the way we are. You know, it, like, is Aaron going to be there? Is Aaron not going to be there? It doesn't really enter their minds until they get to the offseason work, the offseason program in Lambeau. And even then, they kind of gotten used to him not being there. You know, so I don't really think it's a huge deal, but I agree it will be nice to not have that kind of will he, won't he stuff every offseason. Badger Trio, what's up, man? Crazy player. think he has the right to say when the GM is fired. I mean, he's Aaron Rodgers. Uh, I understand it. But, you know, the Packers put themselves in that position by acquiescing to and making one player bigger than the team. We've done it two quarterbacks in a row now. We'll see if they make Jordan Love the third. I don't blame Rodgers utilizing you know, or expressing an opinion and thinking, you know, yeah, I want this guy gone. He's Aaron fucking Rodgers. A lot of people in that building would have been fired a long time ago if it wasn't for him. So I get it. Dash, thanks for the super chat. What did Pat say about Brian? I try to be off Twitter as much as I can, LOL. Uh, he essentially called him an idiot. Um, I can't, I don't want to paraphrase it all, but like it was very uncomplimentary and very barbed and very out of character for Pat again. John, thanks for the super chat. Do you buy the 90% likely to retire line prior to Aaron Rodgers' cave stint? Seems it undermines his value and benefits Jet's negotiating stance. John, I was on with Katie Mox today on, on her podcast, and I said exactly that. It's, you know, look, he's talked about retirement now for a few off-seasons, so I do not doubt that he was genuinely thinking about it, right? But the whole 90% thing does help the Jets when they turn around to the Packers and say, look, this guy could be gone in a, in a seat. We're not giving you a first-round pick for a dude who is 90% close to retirement. Of course that helps the Jets, right? As I said the day of the interview, you got to take all of that with a gigantic grain, grain of salt. There's no doubt there. Uh, like to see Aaron Rodgers wear number four in New York. Rick, I'd be down with it. I know he kind of pumped in that question when he talked to Pat, which I understand. Um, because we know Namath has kind of given his blessing for him to wear 12. We'll see. I, I suspect he ends up wearing 12, but we'll see. Smalls, thanks for the super chat. Nags, you guys need an emergency blogosphere segment. <laughs> Man, I don't think anybody wants Corey Banky in front of a microphone right now. Nah, I, don't, I think the world is doing all right, as it is. Callum, do you think the Packers will extend Rashawn Gary's contract? Yes, I do. I know it's coming off a significant injury. But I think it's a no-brainer. I think they'll get it done. Um, it'll help give them a little cap relief. Not a huge amount, but it'll give them a little cap relief in 2023 and lock up a player who is clearly a cornerstone for this team for years to come. No doubt about it. Uh, what else we got, folks? What else we got? 
I think he'll wear eight. He could wear eight. You never know. Uh, Love won't be better than Rodgers, but probably better than Rodgers has been lately. That's an interesting concept. Yeah, I mean, I don't think right out of the gate. Look, I just don't think Jordan Love is going to come in and throw 30 touchdowns and 4,000 yards, and we're all going to be galloping towards the playoffs. I just think it's going to be a little rougher than maybe some people think. But yeah, it would be nice to see him get a full year under his belt, operate the offense, move the ball, be efficient, score points, and most importantly, learn from his mistakes, because there will be plenty of them. First-year starter, yes, he's had three years to develop, but he hasn't played. He needs to play and to learn from mistakes. And I, again, I will he be better than Rodgers was these last few years? It's really hard to say that with Rodgers coming off an MVP season just two seasons ago. Um, but eventually, could he be better than what we saw from Rodgers this year, this past season in 2022? Yeah, that's the hope. No doubt about it. And I think that's, you know, quarterback play you can win with. And it's all about winning, baby. Come on now. Uh, Andrew. Thanks to the super chat. After getting the thirteenth, thirteenth, and use it to trade up for a first round wide receiver, what do you think? Six fingers. The potential of Washington this year and Bowers next has the UGA fan in me salivating. Oh, I love Washington. Uh, you talk about a prospect. Holy cow! You talk about a ceiling. I mean, to the moon. Uh, I would be very, very, very happy if the Packers ended up with him. I don't. See that happening just because I don't think they're going to pull the trigger uh, that position early in the draft, but you never know. I didn't think they'd take an off-ball linebacker last year, and there, there we were. But Corey Cook, I love it. Andrew, thanks for the Super Chat after getting into the 13th and using it. I feel you, dog. Vex, what's up, man? Is Rogers' trajectory more 2022 or his recent MVP campaigns? I'll tell you what, Vex. I will tell you what. I think Rogers, with his thumb right, and a full off season. Now that's you know assuming he shows up. Uh, yeah, I think he could hit the ground running a little bit. It's it's going to take time. There's no doubt about it. But I think he'll play a lot better in New York than he did in Green Bay in 2022. I do not doubt that for a moment, especially with the doubters and the chip on his shoulder and wanting to prove it to Green Bay and all of that. Yeah, I think you're going to see Rodgers take his game back to a maybe not an MVP level, but a damn, you know, significantly better level than what we saw last season. Uh, that would not surprise me at all. Curly, thanks for the super chat. Will the awful fourth and red zone calls be gone with love? Will the awful? Who knows? We'll see. I mean, my dream, Curly, my dream is that we have seen the last of the fourth and one from the goal line shotgun RPO. That, that more than anything, that's my dream. Now, what other stuff do they draw up? What other ways do they attack it? I don't know. But that is, that if we see nothing, if we never see that again, I will be a happy man. That's just me. This is something I'm into. All right, buddy. I'm going to have to get going. I can't thank you enough for hanging out and talking Packers each and every day, Monday through Friday, right here on the Cheesehead TV social channels. Please stick around. Tonight, we have a very special stream coming to you live on the channel here the return of Packers After Dark, Tyler hanging out with Perry Goldstein, Monty Moore, and Mark Oldacres, four Packers fans who essentially grew up with Aaron Rodgers as their quarterback. And now there's a big turn of the page. We'll look back at that era, what lies ahead for the Packers. 
It's going to be a lot of fun. 7 p.m. Eastern. Make sure you're tuning in for that. Vex, you got one last one in you? I see you, buddy. No more Alan Lazard jet sweeps. Why Why you got to put that in my head, man? Can't handle that. That call on fourth down against the, the Lions. Man, burn it with fire. All right, buddy. Thank you so much. Please do me a monster favor. Hit like on the video. Subscribe to the channel. And then tell your friends and tell your family. Cheesehead TV. We are devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. Thanks a lot, everybody. Have a great night. Go Pack Go. Go.